Your Monthly Podcast and today's Community Connection episode. We'd like to thank Norman Regional Health Systems for sponsoring the podcast. Look no further than Norman Regional's new walk-in clinics located at Norman Regional Moore, which is open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and Norman Regional 9 in Norman, open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. No appointments are necessary. In about two weeks, voters and more will head to the polls for a special election. There's just one issue on the November 14th ballot, a $49 million general obligation bond that targets Moore's infrastructure. We sat down with Moore City Manager Brooks Mitchell to talk about that GO bond and the impact it would have on Moore. Brooks, thanks so much for taking the time to join us and talk about this GO bond. This is a big one, $49 million. Um, all the reading about it on the website, obviously it's very important to the city, very important to the growth of the city. But one of the things that jumps out to me is it's the second Tuesday of November, not the first. It's a special election. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Is Moore the only city or entity doing an election that day? No, my understanding is other cities are having elections that day also, and the election dates are set by the state election board. So those are these are the dates that we're eligible to hold our own elections if we want to, and so that's why it, this time it's on the second Tuesday as opposed to the first. Okay, so it's not like some kind of deal that we're doing on our own, the city of Moore. It's just it's just a a date that the election board chose, and that's where we're having it. Yes, the election board every year they they publish a list of uh, of available election dates to where a municipality can hold elections, and so ours will be on November the fourteenth, and there will be new, numerous other municipalities that also will have elections on that day. Are are you at all concerned that since it's not the second Tuesday and people automatically go that's election day, or it's not the first Tuesday, but it's the second Tuesday, which is an odd day, kind of. Are you concerned about turnout at all, or do you think the word's going to get out and we're going to be um, have good good turnout for the election? Well, we're doing everything we can as far as uh, putting information out there and reminding people when the election date is. And so, I feel I feel confident that we'll have a good turnout that day. And obviously, here at the More Monthly, we're trying to do the same thing because it's an important election. You know, More has gone from this sleepy little bedroom community to this big city that has a Costco and a Sam's and three public high schools and and a growing population and great neighborhoods and people want to live in more but with that comes the challenge as you and I've talked about a number of times of infrastructure and keeping up uh, how important is this particular geo bond in the continued growth of more and providing the kind of infrastructure that keeps folks uh, safe and keeps things moving well, it's very important because it addresses a couple of things. One, one of the projects there on Shields and Northwest 27th is an intersection that needs to be redone just because uh, it's an older intersection and so it's, it's ready to be replaced. And then also with the opening of Quick Trip and E-Express, it's also going to have a lot more truck traffic here in, in the next upcoming months that, that will continue. And so this is an opportunity to address the, uh, the surface there at the interse- intersection and also the, the traffic movement uh, by addressing the capacity. Other street projects that we have is to resurface the streets where they need to be resurfaced, but then also make changes that will help address the future traffic needs. The uh, number of these projects are in the southeast part of the city, and this is the part of the city where the, the most growth is going to occur within the next 10 years. 
And so this will help address those needs. You know, two of those projects in the southeast part of the city, because um, I drive 19th Street all the time, every day, multiple times. Um, the one that is really unique and cool, and I'm really kind of excited about, is the roundabout um, there at, um, at Broadway and Eastern. And there aren't a lot of roundabouts in this part of the country, but I've been doing reading and studying about it. It's not just this pretty little traffic circle. A roundabout, from what I can determine from traffic engineers, is a very efficient way to move traffic. Yes, it is. Uh, the discussions we had with our engineers on this project, uh, they decided that the roundabout was really the the best fit. Uh, we looked at other alternatives that would acquire that would require acquiring more land and and moving the roads and and, and things like that. A much more complicated project, and they in their their determination was really the roundabout is is the is the most efficient and the least disruptive way to improve an intersection that has long needed improvement and that's a kind of an odd angled intersection anyway so a roundabout kind of alleviates a lot of the the backup that's going to continue to occur as traffic grows in that area homes are built you know things are built in that area in the southeast part of town right yes if that intersection was uh, a traditional uh, squared up intersection like most of them are then then probably the plan would have been different, but because of the way the intersection sits right now, uh, we needed to do something, we needed to take a different alternative, and the roundabout takes care of that. And two other spots on 19th that I wanted to talk about. One is there at Tower and 19th, which is, again, a little bit of an odd intersection. Um, and I was talking to Assistant City Manager Jerry Eiler about that, and that intersection is going to be redone completely too, right? Yes, that intersection will be redone. It will allow for an additional turn lane uh, to the left going westbound, which will help ease a lot of the traffic flow there. And it will, uh, on Linda Lane, it will restrict access onto 19th Street. They'll have to go a, a street over to access 19th Street. But we feel like it'll help the, the traffic flow uh, flow much better than it does today. Cool. And then the last one that I'm, I'm really interested in, and I just read uh, yesterday or the day before, that Oklahoma City has annexed, annexed part of the street down by Santa Fe and 19th Street. Um, and that kind of widening project and that intersection is starting to be a really, really busy point, especially the, um, the, the north-south uh, Santa Fe uh, coming south. That traffic on that left turn there on the 19th seems to back up quite a bit. Um, can you talk a little bit just about that? intersection and the widening project that is kind of a shared project I guess with the city of Oklahoma City. Yes, Oklahoma City, their portion of that uh, west of Santa Fe, uh, they're going to make that a, a four-lane road, which the the traffic would indicate that that's justified. But the, like you said, the the traffic at the intersection there at Santa Fe and 19th is is really uh, grown a lot, and so the widening of this intersection will allow for uh, additional lanes, and so it'll it'll help move the traffic more efficiently than what happens today. Yeah, and, and we could go on and on and on and deep dive into all of those resurfacing and engineering projects and talk about those um, but I, I don't want to gloss past the the geo bond and the city management of geo bonds in the past and so um, I guess the best place to start with that is why do we need geo bonds in the first place 
GEO bonds provide the, mo the most stable source of funding. So GEO bonds are based on, gives us the ability based on the, the property taxes and the, the mills that are levied, as opposed to sales tax, which is influenced by the state of the current economy. So a lot of economic uncertainty now as, as far as uh, sales tax and things like that. And so you can't plan on consistent sales tax from one year to the next, whereas the GEO bond revenue you can. And that gives you a, a funding source that you can count on for these projects? Yes, because uh, when you start one of these projects, they're expensive and so you want certainty. And so when you start the project, you want to know that you'll have the ability to finish it and you won't, and it won't have to be delayed because of any financial issues. And one of the big questions that always comes up when, when these things are on the ballot, uh, are my taxes going to go up? And as we've talked about before, the city has done a really good job of managing all of these projects and past geobond elections so that you keep the millage rate pretty much the same, is that right? Yes, our city council has said we don't want our millage rate to go above 16 and a half mils. And so we have kept it at 16 and a half mils or below. And so what we do is we issue the bonds when when we're going to need the money for the to fund the actual project and we issue the bonds in such a way that it won't it won't increase the millage rate at all. All right. So um, and this may or may not be a good question to ask, but um, let's just nightmare scenario for some reason you know the the naysayers the people that are like I don't want any more growth anymore I want it all to stop and you know I don't want to pay anymore I just stop this nonsense what happens to our infrastructure if bonds like this aren't passed is there another way that the city can come up with the funding or are we going to spiral down into you know just a, a dark place where traffic is horrible and the roads get bad and well it's it's important that the bond issue pass passes because this is the most uh financially stable way to fund these projects. And if we end up not being able to use geobonds and have to come up with alternative forms of financing, well, it delays the implementation date of the projects, which means the construction costs will, will more than likely increase. And so uh, by not using the geobonds, potentially we're running the risk of uh, adding an extra, you know, 20-25% to the cost of these projects and in the meantime letting our streets decay. And I don't think anyone that lives in Moore wants to see that happen. Sure. And for me, having watched the geo bonds over the years and the things that have happened, you know, the things that Moore now has, like our, I mean, we have a park system that's second to none. Uh, I mean, it's the envy of the region. We we have good roads. We have an underpass coming over here on Fourth Street, which will be a great thing. I mean, we've got a, a great bridge at Thirty Fourth. We've got the new animal shelter. I mean, it, it seems like you can point to the track record of hey, you've trusted us before. You've voted for the bonds in the past. Here's the evidence of of what we've done. Are you, do you feel confident about being able to point folks to to the track record for the city? Yes, because I think our track record is excellent. We've done what we said we would do with the money, and we have also uh, improved our program to the point to where we're now able to apply for federal monies to help pay for these projects, which is 
which is less money that we have to issue in the bonds ultimately. So for instance, we have some design projects on this particular proposition that if approved, it will allow us to work on the design project and then be able to apply for federal monies, which hopefully we will have some success in getting, which reduces our taxpayers' overall cost. So. Uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of things to consider in these projects, and we're doing our best to uh, preserve the infrastructure and at the same time look out for our taxpayers. Okay, well, let's wind this down. Um, there are going to be folks that continue to have questions. You've got a series of town hall meetings coming up. Can you tell me a little bit about those? The town hall meetings we have, we'll have them in, in three different uh, sections in the city, and one in each ward. And so really what the town hall meeting is, it's just an informal meeting for people to come and ask questions about any or all of the projects. We will have, uh, we'll have our city staff there. We will also have representatives from the engineering firms that help design these projects there. And we're happy to answer any questions. And I should point out, too, if I'm not mistaken, this bond has projects in every ward of the city on it. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay, very good. And then a reminder again, the election day is Tuesday, November 14th. That's correct. All right. Anything else that you want folks to know about the election or what the city of Moore is is planning and hoping and dreaming for the future? Well, it's, it's, it's an important election, and... This will, uh, this will allow us to be able to address our infrastructure needs over, over the next few years with these particular projects and then plan for future projects that we know that we're going to need. Uh, one thing about my job as city manager, you realize real quick that you're never caught up and there's always, there's always some need and we have needs all over the city and these projects are in each or in each of the three wards so we are addressing the needs of the entire city excellent brooks thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us rob appreciate it thank you thanks for listening to this episode of the more monthly podcast once again we'd like to thank norman regional health system for sponsoring us you can follow more monthly on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok to keep up with everything happening in our great community you can also pick up copies of More Monthly Magazine for free all over Moore and South Oklahoma City. And you'll find even more great hyperlocal content at moremonthly.com.